Hi guys and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm your host Alex Whiteley and today we're going to be speaking to a representative from The Hive in Shrewsbury which I'm really excited about. We've been trying to get you guys on for a while now so I'm really happy that we can do this. Um, um, we are at Biscuit Studios in the Parade Shopping Centre. Uh, make sure you pop in and have a look at this uh, this treasure trove of shops. Uh, it's really nice here. Um, it'll be great to see you. Uh, first of all, can I get you uh, to introduce yourself? Yep, so I'm Olivia. I'm an events and projects manager from The Hive. So I help them put on all the great creative projects that they have, um, the venue-based as well as the outreach stuff that we do um, in the local community across Shropshire, Telford and Rekin. Mm. Yeah, you, I see you quite a bit when we go to like events and things. Yeah. Um, we kind of do the same, you know, meet up with the same sort of people. So I've always been like, yeah, we need to get on the biscuit, but we've just always been so busy. It's just been yeah. crazy. Um, before we get into this, I want to do um, a, a quick shout out because there's lots of craziness going on in the, ta- <laughs> in the town across the whole world by the looks of it about uh, this coronavirus outbreak. Um, I got a message from uh, Sh- um, Shropshire Festivals. Uh, they regret to tell you guys that the uh, the Shropshire Kids Festival in Telford, which was originally um, set for the 10th and the 11th of April, has been postponed until February uh, the 20th and 21st of 2021. Um there's a lot of um, a lot of, a lot of uh, things being cancelled and rearranged and things uh, because of this. Uh, it's not not cause for panic, of course, um, but yeah, that's been rearranged. And also to Brigitte uh, Zoopman as well, who's got an exhibition at the Shrewsbury Coffee House, uh, labelled "Ladies in Grey," is encouraging ladies to to um, embrace the grey hair and and and, and you know. BU, uh, and I really enjoy that. So if you go to Shrewsbury Coffee House, you'll see her exhibition there. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the hive then. Um, how long have you been at the hive then? How long have you been working there? Um, so I have been there, um, it'll be four years um, at the end of this year. So I yeah. started as a creative intern okay. in um, October 2016, and then I was only supposed to be there about six months. And then I just didn't want to leave, so I'm still there. <laughs> <You're> still there. <laughs> I'm just going to bring this mic down a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, for some reason, I thought you were going to be six foot five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost. And, how, how, you know, over your years of being at the Hive, how, how have things changed? How have things been for you? Have you noticed a change in things? More progressive or... Yeah, I would say we've got a much clearer vision of who we are as an organisation. We've gone through a lot of changes in the last couple of years with our branding, our website's actually being um, redeveloped, should be out this at the end of this month, should be live. This one Um, looks great as it is on on the website now, it looks great. Um, That's cool. I I love your your brand, I think it's nice and bright and colourful, I think it's great. Yeah, well it wasn't always so bright and colourful, it was um, a bit grey and orange before, but um, (laughs) yeah, we're all about being bright and positive because mm-hmm. that's kind of what we stand for as a as an organization we um we run well-being projects so it's all about increasing people's confidence and kind of self-belief and we wanted our branding to reflect that so we think that we are really moving into a position where we we really know what we are and we can tell the community that uh, should we tell people where you guys are? Because uh, you, you took to right in the corner there, weren't you? In Shrewsbury. Yeah. yeah, so we're on Five Belmont, which is, um, if anyone knows Seasons, it's just along the road from there. It's opposite yeah. Old St. Chad's. So we've yeah. got a really nice um, view of the churchyard there on a sunny day. It's lovely. But... Yeah. Um, how long has the hive been open then? I, I, 
I've never known how long you guys have been about. Yeah, it's about 15, 16 years, I think. Yeah, so it was, I think, Belmont uh, Youth Club first and then okay. it's kind of gone through a lot of different changes rejigs of um how how we work as an organization so i think we're probably at the, the strongest we've ever been at the moment because we've had lots of lots of new funding come in and lots Brilliant. of changes you guys so. got such an amazing reputation for your work with the with the young people in the town mm. as well as other things you know you do so much you're so versatile um so that's really cool um what is your what's your, what's the mission then? Because you're saying you're doing a lot of well-being projects. What's the actual sort of mission of the, of the hive? What do you stand for? Um, so we want young people to, and not just young people, everyone. So predominantly we work with young people in challenging circumstances. So we work with looked after children, young carers, um, children that are in danger of becoming neat, so not in education, um, and. So we predominantly work with them, but then we are trying to expand to work more intergenerationally. Okay. Um, so there's four main things that really we want to do is to make people feel more positive and confident in themselves, um, feel comfortable in being who they are, um, value working with others and building up their own resilience. Which is all really important part yeah. of being a human being. Yeah, right? it kind of underpins everything else, really. Yeah. You can't have a successful career or be happy in all areas of your life unless yeah. you're happy with yourself and you're yeah. positive and confident. So, yeah, we think. I imagine, I imagine, like, uh, I mean, I, I, we've had conversations before. I work with young people as well. And, uh, you know, a lot of people in the system, young people in the system, have been told where to go and who to be and where to be and who to be with. And so it's nice for the, for, for young people to be able to find their own, um, personality and, and yeah. being able to branch out by themselves and use their own initiatives. So I think that's really cool. That's a really good idea. You know, I love what you guys stand for, which is why I've always wanted to speak yeah. to you guys. Um, and uh, what do you guys run as projects then? Because I, I know, I've just been looking at the website, <laughs> but uh, just for the listeners. Um, so we've got a lot of um, new projects starting at the moment, actually. But um, So a lot of our projects are music-based, um, but then a lot of them are art-based, poetry, drama. Um, so a couple of projects we've got coming up are, um, we've got a new one called Hidden Waterways, um, which is a new project funded by the National Lottery Heritage Fund. Um, and it's a two-year intergenerational project. So this is a bit different to the ones that we normally run because they normally have a targeted age group, but this one is open to absolutely everyone and anyone. Um, and it's based on the Shrewsbury Canal, so um, the non-physical heritage. So it's currently being restored, um, but not many people really know about the canal, about the history of the canal. I didn't know there was a canal in Shrewsbury. No, neither did I until <laughs> I started this project. So I thought, gosh, if I don't know, then... A lot of people won't so the, know. There was a canal in Shrewsbury and it's gone now, I guess. Well, it's still there, but it's not in use. So it was closed in 1944. Okay. Um, and they're restoring it. So the Shrewsbury and Newport Canals Trust um, are working at restoring it to make it a working canal again. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so um, that's really nice. we want to take the non-physical heritage, so people's memories, stories, like the community history, and we want to creatively interpret that in um, a way that everyone can access okay um so we'll be running workshops that will um there'll be creative hands-on workshops and they'll combine traditional art forms like textiles ceramics and poetry with modern technology like animation filmmaking um and some drone mapping things like that to present the historical information in like exciting interactive ways that 
people can view on our website they can view it as exhibitions and we just want everyone to be able to to know about it because it's such an amazing resource that it's just not known exactly and it's, it's i mean once once people start talking about the canal yeah. you know what shoes be like it's like a snowball isn't it going down yeah. a hill everybody will start will get involved and I noticed um, on you know, looking for the website is you guys like to incorporate like a lot of technology. I saw a guy with a, a sorry a guy a young kid <laughs> with a VR thing on it. So you like to use VR and lots of yeah. different initiatives, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, so I think the the picture you're talking about is one of our previous projects yeah. that was the National um, Lottery Heritage Fund, and that was um, Scars of the Unfought Battle. Yeah, and that was a project where it was quite similar to this one in that we looked at the non physical heritage of World War Two plane crashes in mm-hmm. Shropshire because there were so many of them and no yeah, one knows, imagine, knew about them either. Um, so we had young people go out to the plane crash sites and speak to people that were alive at the time of it happening and we'd they'd interview them and then they'd make a film about it and so it's on our I think it's on our website and YouTube and we've had so many people that are interested in it and actually that project was aimed at young people and we had so many parents saying can I get involved like <laughs> I want to make a film so that's kind of what led us to put on this hidden waterways one so that everyone can be involved in, yeah, in doing it, it i can imagine it's, it's hard for a young person i don't know maybe it's harder for older people because young people got that imagination haven't they but mm. to look across a field and just try and imagine a plane crash or a battle say a battlefield you know yeah. uh, so with the vr or with pictures you can actually witness it yeah. As it as it was, you know, uh, which I we were talking about battle reenactments the other day. We were talking about um, the, the trenches they're going to be building up at Park Hall, oh, World okay. War One trenches. It's because you can you can witness it. You can be you can be there if you know what I mean, and you can kind of um, put yourself in the position of of somebody in a plane crash, for example. Um, I think that's really good. Um, uh, I was going to say something. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> My mind is everywhere today. I've honestly had so much information I've had to do uh, deal with today. Um, we had uh, this thing we were going to do um, at the very beginning. It was Shane's idea. It's called Memoirs of a Salopian. And we were going to speak to people of other generations and talk about what their lives were like in Shrewsbury. Um back back in day you know yeah. when, when things were a little bit different and uh i feel like maybe we could probably help you guys with that yeah, maybe get definitely. some things on on um on our show or, or just recorded um people that remember the canal or people that remember working on things or people yeah. that remember people that worked on things you know yeah because uh, a lot of the people that we spoke to for the last project it was when they were a little boy or it was yeah, their parents yeah. that remember so it's You've got to grab that before before yeah. time runs out. Exactly, and that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that there there's a resource at the end. So we want there to be. Um, we're going to put a ceramics trail along the canal, so that once it's all restored, people can walk down it, and we, they can keep reading people's stories. Um, and then we also want the digital archival information that people will be able to access nice. for years to come. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully. Um, what's the what what's the the goal here for for and how this develops young people, though, is it about um, uh, you know developing investigational skills, empathy, that sort of thing? What's well, initially, it's a, a skill sharing project. Really, it's open to all ages. So um, we want people to work together. We want to tackle issues of loneliness that people might have because yeah. a lot of the the canal runs from um, the flax mill in Ditherington, um, and the bit that we're working on runs right up to Uffington. 
Okay. Um, so there's an area there called Berwick Wharf, and that's where one of our partners for the project, um, Art Shack, they're located there. So all along there, it's quite rural, some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's communities that live along that canal that can be quite rurally isolated. Um, so we want to tackle the issues of loneliness and improve mental and emotional well-being and bring all those communities together to kind of yeah. share share their heritage that makes a lot of sense because a lot of what i hear about in shrewsbury is it's always about the town it's never about the the rural outside areas so that's actually really nice it's quite refreshing to hear that that's something like that is going on connecting the town through ways other than just roads you know so that's brilliant i like that so when does that start again you probably did just tell me but um Um, no i didn't um so that starts (laughs) in spring summer this year so we're still recruiting participants so if anyone's interested they can just get in touch with us at the hive by popping in or dropping us an email or a call um but yeah we're going to have a lot of taster workshops trips to places of interest to Mm -hmm. gather a bit of archival information and then a lot of creative workshops over the next two years. Have you already got a selection of sources available, like people, um, you know, if there's anybody listening to this that could get involved and and sort of help in some way where they have a source of information or they have a way of being able to help you guys, yeah. would that be something you'd be interested oh, in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we want people to get in touch with us if they want to take part in the project or if they've just got memories of the canal that they want to share with us or if they want us to share information with them so we actually have um a facebook group um called hidden waterways that people can go on to and share any information or just read information themselves yeah i think people enjoy that because um we we, we spoke to a shrewsbury streetscape project a couple yeah. of weeks ago and they were talking because this guy james is drawing all the buildings in a row you've probably seen it on facebook and he got to one of the garages um and people were also obviously you know really interested in seeing him draw this building but then they were like what was there before and then this massive conversation just snowballed into this 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 history talk about this building what was there before so all it needs is the seed you plant the seed and people start talking about the canal like i said you'll probably get a lot of interest in that Uh, hopefully hopefully. yeah we hope so yeah what else have you got going on then because that sounds fascinating but you guys work on so much i was looking um on there's so much going on well, um, actually, we're just coming to the end of another project um, called Shining Stars. Okay. So that is, it started as a radio project, but it's now a podcast project because yeah. um, the young people just decided that that just fit into what they wanted to do a bit more. Um, so for the past 12 months, we've had a group of looked after children that are aged 12 to 15, um, and they've taken part in loads of music-orientated workshops um, with the aim of raising the voice of looked after children in Shropshire. Um, and they wanted to do that through the medium of broadcast. Um, so they've developed a program of broadcast based on their areas of interest like DJing, um, video game music. We had one that was obsessed with horror movie music, so they did a whole segment about that. <laughs> um, they made some jingles, um, got familiar with the technical equipment, so like the, the mixing desks and all mm. of that stuff. Um, and then they interviewed people. So they um, practiced their interview skills and then they actually sat down with the head of children's services, Ed Potter. Um, so they talked about the council's role as a corporate parent of the looked after children and their responsibility to ensure the outcomes of the young people in Shropshire. Um, so they grilled him about things like their living situations, education, yeah. things. And yeah, it was so they, they should have a program of. Um, podcasts that will be available on our website 
Um, but yeah, that finishes at the end that of the project. April. Of course, I love the idea of that project. <laughs> we were talking about it before, and I was meant to come. I think, I don't know, it was, it was when Colum School closed. And there was a problem. I couldn't, couldn't quite make it. And I was so, uh, so yeah. gutted. I couldn't, I couldn't be part of that because. <laughs> I'm a podcaster, you know, and young, yeah. I work with young people and this was like right in my niche. Like this is right where I wanted to be and I couldn't be part of it. So I was quite, I was quite upset about that, but I'm so proud of you guys for doing that because mm. it, it ticks all the right boxes. You know, young, 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 young looked after people getting out there and being creative and, and putting those excess energies that come with being a looked after child. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, into a creative process. And I think that's amazing. Um, so yeah. how did it go for you? Did you see some shining stars come through? Uh, yes, we did. Well, they had a, um, they requested to have a band building type live lounge day. And that <laughs> nice. was amazing. They covered a load of songs. They um, mixed up the genres a little bit. Um, they made some genre quizzes and it's been really good, really good. Um, but I think we're going to aim to extend it a little bit. So hopefully if we have apply for more funding then we can kind of continue the project and you can be involved yes we please. can get more people involved <laughs> yeah so it's it's gone really well yeah i'm glad to hear i'm really i'm glad to hear because I, I i can relate so much to to the whole thing because you, you know you get in, you get in front of a microphone it doesn't matter what you're doing and you be, you you become the star that's it you know yeah. and, and 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 young people feeling like that for, even for if like half an hour show to a 45 minute show is just it's just a holiday it's a break for them and it's also a creative thing as well it's brilliant yeah yeah so how long was that running for then so that was 12 months um so it started around this time last year mm-hmm. but it kind of feels like they're just getting started so it's a shame to to finish it now so we're hopefully going to extend it and do a bit more if i'd have found out about podcasts when i was 14 years old <laughs> i'd be a superstar right now i'd be like yeah. joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> rolling in those views um um so you do a lot about with uh, movies as well a lot of it's not just always music is it there's lots of mu- movie sh- viewings and things like that is that yeah. something you look so forward? we have um so a lot of the things that we do at the hive we put on ourselves but then a lot of them are run by people that hire the venue. So we have the Shrewsbury Film Society that um, have their program of foreign films at the Hive. So there's nice. generally one a week um, from like September to May, June time. Hmm. Um, and that's usually on a Friday or a Wednesday. Um, we have dabbled in film ourselves, but we found that... It's a lot. The, yeah. It's a it's, lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And... Um, we we found that the music stuff works a bit better. Yeah, better, yeah, that's what. Um, so we'll leave the the film to the experts. But. Well, the reason I was asking is because um, I, I've been speaking to for, for weeks now. I've been speaking to a young director called Luke Allen. Okay. Um, he, he won't mind me shouting him out. Um, we were we were trying to um, organize a viewing of his movie Unstable, which is won okay. awards. Um, 15 this guy is he made this amazing movie oh. and was looking for somewhere to to show his movie and I, I was speaking to a couple of people about where we could get it but we, it's one of those things you talk about you talk about and it just never happens it happens all the time with us you yeah. know um so maybe i can h- hook him up with the hive and maybe we can put something together for him because i'd love for him to yeah. bring his because he's from telford but i'd love him to bring his movie to shrewsbury to show people because he's an amazing talent for 15 he's yeah. doing great things so well we do we hire out the venue so we've got a big hall i like that um, big hall called the performance space yeah so people can hire that out and it kind of we have different hire rates but we actually offer reduced hire rates for young people um, for events run by young people or for young people Um, so definitely we can i like the idea i mean i've i'm 
putting a live show together soon. Um, and I, I'm looking for spaces to take that around Shrewsbury. So maybe, maybe we can mm-hmm. chat later. Yeah. But, so what, what else have we got music wise going on? Um, well, actually, we've got a really exciting um, project coming up called Young Programmers. Yeah. So that's a new one that we've got from um, the Arts Council have funded that for us. So it's a 16-month project, um, and we want to engage young people and young adults from 14 to 25 in professional elements of gig and concert promotion. So um, we'll be focusing on developing their skills in high-quality artistic programming, um, sound engineering, marketing and promotion um, for small or medium-sized venues. So they'll put on a program of gigs in Shrewsbury and surrounding areas. So they could be at the Hive, they could be at really obscure places that no one really does gigs. I don't know. Um, Not Albert's shed, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that kind of gig, guys. (laughs) Yeah, so um, that'll start in May. Um, and we'll have like experienced mentors that will mentor them in um, one-to-one sessions, workshops, roundtable discussions. Um, and that all starts on um, the 23rd of May. So there's a session on the 23rd and the 30th of May. Um, but we're still um, recruiting participants for that too. So it's open to... It reminds me of um, School of Rock. You know, yeah. <laughs> everything you're talking about, it's like, you know, the different departments he sets up in the class. Yeah. This is one of the departments. We want flashing lights. And we want <laughs> I'll have to show that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a brilliant film. I do love that. Yeah. So um, how do people get like sort of involved? Do you do you have to pay to get involved with this? Do you, is it like a payment thing throughout the, the 16 months? That this no. So the most of our projects are free to take part in. We don't we don't charge people. Um, so we want them to, especially this young programmers project to be almost like a supplement to a young person that might be at the college who is doing media and they want to enhance their portfolio okay. by extracurricular. So, yeah. yeah. And we don't, we don't want them to, to feel like there's a cost to that because we want it to be accessible to everyone. Um, so all they need to do is just get in touch with us. They can email me nice. or they can go on our website, contact us through there, our Facebook Ah, I feel like something I could I could deal with learning about because promoting a podcast is uh, not the easiest thing in the world, especially with the community that's around us. It's uh, <laughs> it's quite difficult. There's uh, a lot of politics going on. There. Um, that sounds amazing. I really like that. Um, is there anything else you want to tell people about what's coming up? You know, actually, I was, I was going to ask. I mean, obviously, with the the coronavirus, COVID, I don't want to talk about things like this. Are there things coming up that you you're worried about? Uh, something that's coming up in the summer I, I don't know that you're worried about because of the the you know yeah. I don't want to keep I don't we're want to try, say it too much we're, no. we're trying not to panic no no, um, no. that's why I don't so, want to keep um, going on about it but we have to talk about it unfortunately yeah, no we do <laughs> um, so the Film Society have actually um, put hold on a few of their films yeah. so the upcoming films from next Friday onwards they're cancelled for now Um but we are trying to we've had our early years music session on this morning we had a full house nice everyone Good. washed their hands several times so we're just singing happy to, birthday while this is yeah <laughs> we're trying to just keep everything as clean and sanitary as possible but we're just kind of taking every day as it goes and I think that's, taking the lead yeah. from the government and what they say if they do impose the social distancing thing then obviously we will have to take that into account but it's such a shame that this now. has happened i mean you can understand why it's happening but like for for, for you know establishments like yours where it is yeah. actually a super positive thing that you're doing it feels like 
that that's an effect that isn't it's it's not um a financial thing it's not um you know it's it's, it's a creative process that's going to be yeah yeah I, I try i always try to be positive on this show we've got to talk about these things so <laughs> yeah uh, what no. you got? so uh, coming up in summer i don't know is there anything in summer the way you encourage people to get out and there and do things uh, coming to you and do things for the summer yep so we've got lots of summer workshops um so we've got um we've actually got easter ones coming up um, oh sorry yeah let's not skip easter yeah let's do I was that say actually <laughs> um so our summer one we're still looking at but easter we've got um a workshop called lino printed bags and okay. we've tried to so we've made lots of changes in the venues recently of how we can be more economically friendly um okay. sorry environmentally friendly <laughs> um so we've had a bit of a change up of all of our cleaning products and we're looking at the way that we use our resources so um like paper and um like our workshops we want them to be ethical um, so this workshop that we've got coming up is um, la- tote bags that people can lino print on and they're sharing environmental messages. Nice. Um, and then we've also got a pottery workshop, which is making bowls and soap dishes and things from moulds, which, again, we're trying to push people to reuse things. So the whole soap dish thing we want people to use not use plastic bottles with soap and we want people to have a nice little soap dish so they buy bars of soap instead of plastic bottles so nice. we're trying to incorporate that into everything we do yeah and that's that's good how, how were the ages for the pottery thing i think about my little boy um, oh well this pottery is an adult one but oh, okay. we do regular children's ones as well so we'll have children's ones in the summer yeah you do do a lot of, a lot with the young kids as yeah. well don't you yeah which is good i mean the the is it the fuzzy beats or buzzy beats, I was fuzzy, beats. fuzzy beats yeah, yeah that's on this morning yeah they're there now so yeah my little boy's probably a bit old but he's in school anyway what am i on about <laughs> <laughs> um that's that's really good i mean um so you've got that coming up uh, summer like, can we move on to summer after, after so that's Easter yeah um, and then you've got later on in the so year so summer will be a lot of our projects will kick off in summer so that's kind of the focus so the hidden waterways one that I've spoken about yeah, and yeah. the um, young programmers so that will be happening a lot over summer so at the moment it's the venue is just so busy we've got so much going on which is great um, but then we've just it's the space, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I so we imagine. are, we're kind of shifting a bit. We've got more of a focus on on our projects. We had our street festival last summer. Um, so we're not doing that this summer, but I think we are going to link up with the bid um, and look at doing some events with them. So keep an eye out. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll help you out with that if we can. Um, and you know what? I, I love what I love about you guys is you're so well supported. I mean, you've got so many people helping you. Because everybody sees what you're doing and the, the yeah. cause, um, which is great. Um, uh, you've also got Charlie Adlard, who's your your patron. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, is he still your patron? He's, yeah, he yeah. is. He's our patron and he's actually having an exhibition uh, at the Hive in May. Oh, wow. So I have to stop by. It's, um, a lot of people don't know that he does a lot of life drawing as well. Yeah. If you follow him on Instagram, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> he's very proud about that. Yeah. So, um well, he's had his exhibition at the museum of all of his Walking Dead stuff. He's having one with us, of all of his life drawing stuff that we um, actually run a life drawing class on a Tuesday. That's run by Dave Bissett. Um, and he attends that. So it's kind of showing a, a different side to his work. So That's nice. We were talking about that on the biscuit a while ago. I was like, we'll have to go one day and just <laughs> see who... Well, because... Um, 
Didi uh, keeps saying that we should have a draw off and then get someone to judge it. So if we turned up at one of the live, maybe not the live drawing, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> turn up with somewhere with um, with Charlie and I, I was talking about um, Kerry from Bloom Studios as well, you know, uh, and then get it properly judged and whoever wins is like the best artist from the biscuit. I don't know. It'd be quite fun. Um, but it's lots of opportunities, lots of opportunities there. Let's talk about the hire space. How, how much um, is it to sort of hire your spaces? If anybody's looking out to, to you know, run an event or um, can you tell us sort of like how much it might be? Yep. So we offer lots of different rates because we want to be as inclusive as possible. Mm-hmm. So um, during the daytime, our big hall at the back, our performance space is £15 an hour, which is Monday to Friday, nine to five. Um, and then in evenings and weekends, it's £38 an hour, which is our commercial rate. But then we offer reduced rates for young people, charity groups, regular classes, community groups. So that varies from like £26 to 38 So, Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, and we've also got a, um, a sound studio that bands often come and hire out. So sometimes at about four o'clock when they finish college, we'll have a band come and thrash pra- on the drums practice. for two hours. Yeah. I bet that's great for you guys. Well, a lot of our, our rooms are quite soundproof, most of them. So it's not too, not too bad. One of your, one of your rooms gave me one of the biggest headaches ever. Um, when I first started, we did, um, before Comic Salopia started, we, we spoke to all the comic book artists from around the area. We all got sat around a big, in the big room. Yeah. And we all sat around in this big table. Um, I, I did this interview that I was so nervous about because it was my first big, thing you know charlie adlard and robbie morrison and uh, everybody around this table and uh, somebody left the aircon on and um the um dan berry i think it was who brought his microphones brought in the most sensitive microphone uh, on yeah. the planet and it picked up the aircon so when i tried to do my editing it, all you got was <laughs> oh my god it's, but it is a beautiful space uh, yeah if, if, no we've um we found that out during our shining stars project so we have to uh be careful with the aircon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great space, though. Yeah. Um, I love what you guys do. Um, and um, is there, what, how can people find you to get in, in touch? Um, so you can email us. So my email is olivia, O-L-I-V-I-A, at hiveonline.org.uk. Or our website is hiveonline.org.uk. So you can contact us through there, through our Facebook, which is Hive Shrewsbury, or just by popping by the venue. Lots of people do, and it's nice to see a friendly face. Yeah, you're always welcome to welcome new people into it. It's a nice, warm, friendly environment for people to bring their kids, I don't know, you know. Um, because I, I, I know there's a lot of young mums out there that look always look for someone to take the kids that will, that will feel welcoming because it's quite daunting, yeah. isn't it, usually walking into a space with new people. Um, that's good. Um, well, thank you for, for chatting to me. It's been really nice uh, having you on finally. And uh, hopefully we can we can work together on some sort of project. I love the idea of coming and getting some interviews about the canal project you've got going up because I think that's yeah. really important to, to get those voices on, on something and we can give you the audio files as well as releasing them as a podcast because I don't want to steal from your fire, your funder. You know, that's that's your thing. But we've got the facilities. You've got the facilities. We can work together. That'd be really good. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you for yeah. having me. No, yeah. it's been great. Um, this episode has been sponsored by our friends at Gin Different. Uh, they've got a great bar on top of the market hall. Um, they've got a wide array of gins, uh, over 100 uh, different types of gins, uh, that, especially the ones you can't quite get at Asda and Tesco and those craft gins, you, they're, they're really good. Make sure you check them out. Give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook. 
Um, if you want to listen to our audio without the hassle of using Podbean, Spotify, or those apps on your phones, you can go to our website, which is www.theshrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. And that's made for us by our heroes at Web Orchard. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, hopefully we'll get you on again soon. That'd be yes, great. definitely. Thank you very much. Peace out.